Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the bathroom at university the other day, and I went did my thing, and <laughs> I washed my hands. Mm. But the guy who was in there with me just went out straight away. He went out. Did not wash his hands. Ew. Was he at the urinal or was he like in the cubicle? I don't think that matters. I would argue that it does. Why? Well, if you're a boy, you're probably going into the cubicle to do a poo. And when you do a poo, you wipe with toilet paper. And very rarely, like the toilet paper is touching the yuckies, your hand's not, right? But at the urinal, you've got to touch your business. I still think you should wash your hands both times. I'm just saying... I would be more accepting of him. Oh, but no fecal matter and like that. <laughs> Always wash your hands, no matter what the circumstances. Well, no, definitely. I just wanted some more context with the story. I was, I was more upset that he knew I was there. Oh, he, so he didn't even do it just to like. He should have done it just because I was there. Yeah. yeah. Did he seem apologetic about it? No, he just walked straight out. Just walked out. Did he touch the door? Well, he would have had to, wouldn't uh, he? Did you touch the door? I would have had to, wouldn't I? Do you now have this pee-pee germs on your hand? I think that's what we've talked about. <laughs> Hello and welcome to I Only Like You, Up Late. <laughs> See, that's funny because we're recording this at night time, but no one knows that until now. <laughs> but they wouldn't have known the difference. It's not like we sound different. Hello and welcome to I Only Like You, After Dinner. <laughs> That's literally what it is. <laughs> Normally we record this on the weekend during the afternoon or something, but we've been busy and now we're doing this one at the time of nine o'clock. Ooh, past my bedtime. We got sleepy too. Yeah. <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about the social contract or the lack thereof with people in our lives. People who don't abide by the social contract. And then we're going to talk about a new movie called Tickled, but we're not going to say much about it because, well, you should just watch it. In our podcast that's half a movie review. We're not going to review a movie. We're not really going to review it. <laughs> we'll explain later. Mm, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Social contract. Yeah. Look, we're all on this planet together. Nobody asked to be born. we just got to get through it, okay? And how we get through it is by all agreeing to not be dicks. Is that your life motto? I didn't ask to be born, I just have to get through it? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm here I'm now, I may as well make the best of it and try to alleviate some of the pain other people have. Oh, that's really nice. And don't be a dick. <laughs> so this has come about because we've noticed in our lives recently um, just people not living with the choices they made. Mm. Mm. Give me an example, Sinead. Well, Lonnie, I'm so glad you asked. Earlier this week, we were grocery shopping. Which, that's all we talk about in this I know. podcast. <laughs> it's a recurring theme about us going to get groceries. 
There was a lady in front of us who had gotten to like the front of the queue and was having her groceries scanned and she'd forgotten an item and had to send her son to go get it for her, right? Now, I'm all for going to get a missing item when you're in the line, but when you come so far as to actually physically, like she's almost paying for her stuff, right? I think you just got to live with your mistake. You leave, you go to a different store, you buy the item that you need or you live without it. If it's toilet paper, you made your decision. You should reckon I should leave and then come back and go again. Like, Of course. Definitely. Yep. I agree. Good. Solved. <laughs> you, no, you live with the mistake you've made. Yeah. Also, we've seen people who will be driving along and then they'll realise they have to turn right into a certain side street and they'll be in the left-hand lane so they've got to like cut across four lanes of traffic or something to turn. No, 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 no. You've passed that street. You go around, You go down and do a U-turn like everybody else. You don't get special treatment because you've made a mistake. If you have to drive all around the city because you've made the wrong thing... So be it. That's what happens. That's what you've got to do. Be prepared and just do it right the first time. I also find this like... I'm terrified of hitting the wrong elevator floor. But if it was the wrong one, I'd just get out. Like, you have to get out, right? You can't say to the person, the stranger in the elevator, that, oh, sorry, I've hit the wrong elevator floor. It is much easier to go out and on the wrong floor than say, I'm sorry... I pressed the wrong button. You go out and you're like, yes, this is exactly the floor that I meant. And then turn around <laughs> slowly and smile at them. Wait till the doors close. Wait till the elevator moves along. Then press the button. How awkward, though, if you didn't wait long enough and you press the button and it opened up and they're, and they're still just standing there. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when you're forced into that, aren't you? You are. Oh, I forgot sort of thing. Um, on the bus as well. Mm-hmm. Like you've pressed it before your stop. You get out, don't you? Have you ever seen that happen? Have you ever seen someone be like, oh, sorry, wrong stop driver? I think I've seen it once or twice. Oh, yeah. Did it, did it anger you? Did you want to push them out of the bus? Well, I just thought, no, this isn't this isn't the contract. <laughs> this is not what we agreed upon. You have to get out. I'm imagining like a physical hard copy paper contract that a baby gets handed as soon as it's birthed. <laughs> Maybe we should implement that. So the newborn baby has to actually sign and agree to these things as soon as they're born. Well, it would save a lot of trouble. It, it would. Definitely. I'd be a lot happier in my life. <laughs> I'd get through the day a lot easier. Look, here's the thing. If you accidentally murder someone, you're still a murderer and you go to jail. You live with that mistake. Why do we not treat people who miss their turns like murderers? I can think of a few reasons. <laughs> I don't think about that before I finish it. <laughs> you start that sentence without really knowing I did. coming. But look, I'm all for people like having a second chance if they've made the mistake, but... You have to live with a mistake first before you get that second chance. You reckon? Definitely. So I'm going to throw a scenario at you. Okay. You ready? Yep. You're golfing. Okay. With your best friend. Is it real golf or mini golf? Um, let's go mini golf because it's funner. Okay. It is more fun, isn't yep. it? And you're with your best friend named Bob, right? Wouldn't happen. I haven't just... got a friend called Bob. <laughs> Well, How old is Bob? This is in the future and you do have a friend called Bob. Okay. And Bob's 30. How old am I? You're 32. It doesn't really matter am how old. Am I 32 long... or 32? <laughs> You're 30 as well. Okay. Are you happy with this so far? Yep. Where are we? At a mini golf place. Doesn't matter like which. Okay. No. Okay. okay. I'm setting the scene so I know what to <laughs> do in the scenario. Okay, go on. You get mad at me for setting the scene about the toilet and you 
hit the golf ball into the wrong and there's like an order of holes that you have to hit the golf ball into right like you have to do one two three or something and you hit it into the wrong one like on the wrong course or well i don't know just you've done the wrong thing okay okay on a golf course on a mini golf course (laughs) you've done the wrong thing so do you (laughs) i'm starting to think the mini golf wasn't very integral to this scenario (laughs) Is the question, what would you do if, you, if you've done the wrong thing? I think so. <laughs> I think I started my my example again without thinking of the ending. <laughs> oh, okay. To answer your question. Yeah. Would you tell Bob that you... <laughs> my question is, would you tell Bob... That you made a mistake. Okay, so Bob hasn't. Okay, I'll, maybe I'll, you've accidentally cheated. Yeah, so I've I have got an advantage, but yeah, Bob was busy talking to the ladies. Oh, and Bob's he did, such a lady killer. He, he didn't see what I was doing, so I could get away with this, but I'm not going. Oh, I, so that's the last question, right? Uh, yep, sure. I could get away with the with cheating. Mm. Should I or not? Is this really? I don't think it's the same thing that I was. I was trying to help you out. Maybe. Okay. What is it? I think it's maybe you haven't cheated. Maybe you've. Here's one for you. Okay. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Okay. Maybe that's easier. You're with your friend Roberta, playing mini golf. Who's Roberta? Bob's sister. Oh, that's okay. how I met. Do <laughs> <laughs> so we go on double dates with them? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Little, little... Are we thirty? Yes. Okay. 32. I'd probably be 32, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Roberta mm-hmm. has seen that you've... Is she blonde or brunette or redhead? Redhead. Oh, okay. Featuring a brunette, but that's okay. Yep, sorry. Okay. So... What's she wearing? She's wearing overalls. Oh. It's cool when we're 30. Is it? Yeah, good for you. It'll, it'll come back. Okay. All right. Okay. So... Roberta sees that you've made a mistake, right? Right. You've hit it into the rough area. And she's like, you know what, Sine, don't worry about it. I'll let you go back onto the course. Oh. So she can she can give you the option to not live with your mistake. Well, that's very nice of her, isn't it? It is. However, it goes against everything I stand for. Yeah, but you're not there. Roberta and I are playing our own golf game. We can play by our own rules. Okay. Is that your answer? <laughs> My answer is, if Roberta's happy for me to do it, then I would. So you're not just living with your mistake? Well, what do you want me to do? Quit the game? No, I don't care. <laughs> I was just trying to link the question to our topic <laughs> this week. <laughs> that seems nicer, Roberta. Good on her. I want to meet these people. They seem I really you, friendly. You'd do the same for Roberta, wouldn't you? I'd give her another go. Yeah. She wasn't very good at mini golf. What's Bob look like? I imagined he was kind of overweight and a bit balding. How's he got the ladies then? Ugh, he's got that that charm. You know, you know the one. I I know Bob. (laughs) There are any brother-sister combos named Bob and Roberta. 
we'd love to be your best friends. And I just realized I said go on double dates before, but your brother and sister. Yeah, they weren't. They were just hanging out with us. Oh, right. They, they weren't dating. I think I made them be <laughs> be together. Okay. No, just friends. We're just friends with everybody. But you and I aren't. Are well, we friends in the future? We're married in the future. Oh, okay. I see. And they're just brother and sister. They're just brother and sister. Okay. And then they can bring along their partners. So it's like a triple date. Yeah, it's like it's like friends when Monica and um, what's his name, Ross, were friends. We're brother and sister as well as friends. So hang on, is there another girl in this mini golf game with Roberta and I that I didn't even consider? <laughs> no, I'm I haven't just, even just, thought of Lucy's feelings. I'm just saying, in the future, we could go on double dates with their partners as well. So it's you, me, Bob, Roberta, Lucy, and Frank. Okay. I look forward to experiencing our new friendship group when we get to that age. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing we've ever done on this <laughs> podcast. Look, social contract is what we're up about. If you make a mistake, just bloody live with it. So to the people in charge of the world, please draft up some sort of memorandum listing all of these and um, we'll give them to babies as soon as they pop out of the old vajayjay. Get them to sign it. Then you've got a legal document to go back on every time they go against the social contract. I feel like this would help us out a bit because then you could go up to them as a citizen, you know, like citizens' arrests, mm. and you could just, like, wave the contract in their face and be like, you just negated point 41A. Must go around the block when you miss your turn. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, you, got, you caught me. See, the way you're describing it, it's a lot more dystopian <laughs> sort of... You know, um, crazy Orwellian future that I expected when I first fell out of the concept. But, you know, if it works. If it works, who's to say? All right. Okay, so the movie we saw this week, mm. it's called Tickled. It's a documentary. It's by these guys from New Zealand. And I don't want to tell you much more about it because <laughs> anything that we say really would spoil the um the, the whole viewing experience of it. It really would. Um, I'll, I'll let you know what I knew, actually, because then okay. I, I didn't know much about it and I, like, still enjoyed it and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's a journalist from New Zealand who made an innocent inquiry on the internet and it gets really, really weird from there. <laughs> Pretty much, hey? Yeah, it does. It shot beautifully. Like the opening seems like it could have been from a Netflix series. Like it was very cinematic and, yeah, and lovely to, to look at as well. It's great. I'm not saying this because we didn't like it. We're saying it because we loved it. So yeah, we really enjoyed it. Really, I really recommend this more than anything else we've really talked about. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a really singular experience, this one. I don't think anything has ever been made like this or will be ever made like this. Yeah. I feel like it might be difficult for some people to find because we saw it at Palace Cinemas, which have a lot of art house or independent films available. and It's done a few, like, festival stuff around the world. Is it Sundance? That's where it first... Yeah. And it's been picked up by HBO over in America, so Mm. that might mean, I don't know, somewhere over here might try and buy it as well. Like It's kind of like an ABC2 sort of thing, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Mm. The main crux of it is that the journalist makes an innocent inquiry about a light-hearted sport Mm. and then it turns... 
way creepier and yeah. weirder than you would have thought that it would have been. Mm-hmm. And there were some times in the cinema where people were laughing, but there was a real hesitation as in, I think I turned to Lonnie several times and went, what the hell is happening right yeah. now? Yeah. And for people that are a bit... um scaredy cat like me (laughs) maybe don't go watch it on your own not because there's like jump scares or anything it's just creepy and you might want someone's hand to hold yeah the less you know about it the better it'll be as well so i think so don't don't look up anything that else yeah try to stay away from spoilers i guess probably don't do any research (laughs) and it's really it isn't some of those things we're just talking this up if you haven't experienced it you won't know what we're talking about so you really have to go so Mm. The one thing I did find is that I thought the story was maybe a bit incomplete to be translated into a documentary just yet. I would have found it quite a bit interesting if the story had played out a little bit more, but maybe it was the case that they couldn't investigate that further and then... I get the feeling the story is still happening a little bit yes. in the real world. So Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe they got as far as they could They'll... with the story and this this release into a documentary is the next step. Mm. Kind of the same as Making a Murderer. They got to the end of that story. Yeah, 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 sure. And Avery was still in jail and then part of the marketing and the publicity was getting that story told Mm. in order to have the rest of the narrative play out in the public. Yep, and same sort of thing here. Mm. Yep. So if you can find it, if you can get hold of it, definitely go. Um, Don't go on your own. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really interesting it's i know we've spoken before about whether or not we should know about the movie before we go in i think with swiss army man i needed to know more about that before heading in in order to like it but i think with this the less you know so that you can experience the whole journey watching the film the better because if you knew everything i think especially because it's a documentary if you knew everything that happened there's not really much point going because there's no like I don't know, I think with a piece of fiction it can kind of, you can know what kind of happens but it's how they do it is the interesting thing. But with this, what happens is the important thing. So try not to get that spoiled if you can help it. I don't think it was perfect. I think there are some bits that could have been a bit better. I don't really want to go into that though because it might. I can't talk about it without talking about it. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely definitely um, a good experience. So we've spoiled movies in the past and had spoiler tags in the podcast title and we thought about doing it for this one, but I just feel like people will listen to this who haven't seen the film and get it spoiled and then maybe a couple of years later they'll stumble upon the film and I don't want to ruin that experience for them. I just, I feel like we're protecting you against your own, (laughs) your own interest, listeners. Yeah. I'm trying to not – you think you don't care if this is spoiled, but you will care mm. if this is spoiled. So mm-hmm. see it ASAP. And then email us. Oh, and yeah. And then we can talk about and it And let's way. chat about it because, like, we, Lonnie and I only have each other to talk about all these, like, <laughs> much. all these weird theories and, like, concepts and stuff. And yep. we need someone else to be interested in this because <laughs> there's lots of – stuff that goes down and, and we need to talk to people about this. So please email us at slpodcasting at gmail.com if you would like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. How many Sams would you give it? Four and a quarter Sams. Okay. I'm going to go the whole whole Sam. Wow. One whole Sam. 100% Sam tonight. All of his fingers and toes and tail. 
Especially his tail. Especially his tail. <laughs> um, I think my points had come off for technical aspects I didn't really like and slight incompleteness of the story. Look, it's a bit of a shorter one um, today slash tonight, um, but we didn't want to talk too much more about the film because we just want everyone to go see it and experience it in the right way. It's definitely nothing to do with the fact that I'm really tired and want to go to sleep. <laughs> Not that at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, actually the other day, Sine, this guy came up to me and he's like, um, hi, I'm really uncool and no one likes me. And I was like, why is that, mate? And he's like, it's because I haven't been emailing you and telling all my friends about the podcast. I'm oh. like, that's okay, buddy. Do it from now on and you'll be cool too. That's really, that's a nice little moment that you have with that stranger. Did the stranger have a name? Bob. And it all Whoa. comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, if you um, want to tell your friends about this awesome podcast, you can. If you don't, I'm not going to make you. So now you will. Uh, I don't really have, like, anything you, to, like, You have ways them. of making people talk. <laughs> Sam does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.